I also had another incident where I had my uh, reporter's notebook that I took notes on every day and it was sitting on my desk in the newsroom one day and he came up and my name was written, Leslie, on it and he came up and wrote Clinton on top of my name and I said, what are you doing, giving me an autograph now? And he said, no, I just wanted to show you how good Clinton looks on top of Leslie. That is the voice of Leslie Milwee. Hillary Clinton believes all women, except for women like Leslie or any of the other 14 women who have claimed that he sexually groped and harassed or even raped them over the last four decades. And her allegations came out in 2016. It was during Hillary Clinton's run for president. And so she went through a number of allegations against then-Governor Clinton. And at the time, she was a former reporter in Arkansas in the 80s. And she says then-Governor Bill Clinton would just show up at her work. I mean, it was a joke around the office. He'd ask around for her, find out where she was working in the building. And according to her, on three different occasions, came inside a small editing bay where she was alone. And that's where she alleges he sexually assaulted her. And then she describes a time where he showed up and was banging at her door as she hid behind that with her grandmother who had to live with her because she was so scared of Bill Clinton. And she said she was ultimately forced to quit her job and create a new life. But why is she not believable? Why are women like her, Juanita Broderick, Kathleen Willey, Paula Jones, why are none of those women to be believed? Where's their hashtag? Because they've never got them. Well, Leslie is speaking out again because she wants her voice heard. She says it's long overdue that those who accuse Clinton get their Me Too moment. Leslie Willie joins me now. Leslie, let me ask you your reaction to Hillary Clinton uh, being interviewed on the on the weekend shows when she was asked about Monica Lewinsky, whether or not Bill Clinton abused his power. She was pretty quick to say, absolutely not. In fact, she went as far as to say, She's an adult. What do you make of that comment? Well, I I can't believe that she is still taking up for this man and, you know, enabling him after all of these many years. I was 20. I guess, theoretically, you could say I was an adult as well. But, um, and Monica is different in my situ- than my situation just from the fact that I was sexually assaulted. She was a willing participant. But for her to say it wasn't about the power, that is the most ludicrous thing that I've ever heard. And to blame it, once again, it's the blame game. Let's pass it on to somebody else. Of course it was his doing. She just happened to be, you know, part of the plan. Well, if she truly believes that, then she can't possibly believe the Me Too women because the complainants are all adults. And, you know, the whole point of Me Too is the power that men are holding over women. Except when it comes to Clinton's women. That's how I read it. Oh, absolutely. And it is about power and his manipulation of power and obviously hers as well. Um, You've spoken to some of Bill Clinton's other victims. You know that she took a very willing part. I was fortunate that I didn't come out till later and she didn't do this to me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the harassment and the horrible things she did to all of these women that came forward, Monica Lewinsky included, you know, trying to ruin their life and stalk them and do terrible things to them. I mean, how dare she say she supports the Me Too movement? 
You are one of up to 14 women who have made serious allegations against Bill Clinton. There's you, Kathleen Willey. There's Paula Jones, Juanita Broderick, who has the most serious of the allegations. And then there's your allegations that came out in 2016. Why doesn't the Me Too movement include any of you? Well, I think it's very political. I think it it divides down party lines, and I've seen that. Um, I saw it in 2016. I wasn't credible because I released my information to a conservative outlet. Albeit, were you not a Democrat? um, I was at one time. I am not now. I have not been for a long time. I always joke and say Bill Clinton, you know, broke me of that. I converted (laughs) to Republican soon after, which is true. Um, But, um, you know, I was a voting Democrat at that time. And uh, I I think the political, you know, the political um, mix is what's throwing everything off so much. It's, it's totally driven, just like this thing we saw with Dr. Ford. It's 100% driven by the political party. And that's a shame that women are not believed. It really should have nothing to do with the politics. Well, certainly, I mean, the allegations are serious enough, including the allegations Paula Jones came forward. I mean, they were settled with, with money. So it's not like no one believes nothing happened. It's just that, for whatever reason, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton are Teflon. And you came out uh, in 2016, but you also attended the presidential debates um, as one of the women who accused Bill Clinton uh, with Mr. Trump. Do you think that hurt your credibility or gave a reason for people not to believe you? Well, I think if anybody takes the time to read my story or look at my original interview, I think one of the things that the mainstream media, I was just talking to a national uh, news outlet this morning from the U.S., and he said, you know, you're very credible. And, you know, just talking to you on the phone, I can tell, you know, I said, you know, you don't need to keep notes and everything. If you're telling the truth, you know, everything flows. It's it's about, you know, reliving and going through what I went through. So, again, it goes back to credibility. And I actually went to the third debate, not the second Um the others went earlier. I came out, and then Mr. Trump saw my interview and invited me to that third debate. And I was treated very shabbily at that, too. Um, I have no doubt that it was Hillary Clinton that uh, she stopped our car that we were in. I was uh, with Ambassador Stevens's uh, fiance, who was killed in Benghazi. Mm-hmm. And I was with uh, Barack Obama's brother, Malik, who does not did not agree with any of his brother's politics, and we were stopped. We were almost not even let into the debate. And instead of sitting in the front where I was supposed to, I was taken by secret service guards and put in the back. So you can't tell me that didn't have something to do with Hillary Clinton. I mean, that's how powerful they are, that they can even intercept things like that. Now, when you um, allege that this happened to you, you were, you were a very young, I would say, impressionable reporter. So you would have yes. been, you know, like me, a cub reporter at the time. Um, why didn't you? This happened three times, each kind right. of getting worse. You talk about, right. um, you know, in, being in the editing booth, which would have been, you know, if, if you're a reporter, you know how small those rooms are and how dark they are. Um, right. Were you terrified? Were you scared? Did you understand what was going on? You know, I was absolutely terrified, and it got to the point after it happened for the first time because he just kind of aggressively got where he tried to touch me and things like that, even with people around. Um, You know, it was very evident to the people that I worked with that he liked me, but I think they would have just been stunned if they'd known the extent. 
But Albeit it was a running joke within your station. Everyone oh, kind of knew when Bill showed up. Yeah, he's yeah. going to make a beeline for Leslie and grab her by the shoulders and hug her. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a joke. So um, my grandmother literally closed up her home in another state and moved in with me in my apartment to help me because I was terrified. And I had, you know, approached him after the first time, and I said, don't you ever do that to me again. And he had laughed at me. And he said, I'm going to be president someday. You better be nice to me. It was, you know, is that a threat? I would say that's a veiled threat. Yes. Uh, It was to a 20-year-old. And I approached my news director several times, and I was going to tell her, but also coming from my grandmother in her 60s, she says, Honey, you know what? You're not going to win on this. You're going to lose your job if you come forward, because even if people believe you, where does that leave you? He's the governor. You regret There's no that. good in coming forward. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what I regret more than anything is not coming forward whenever the Monica Lewinsky mm-hmm. thing came out. And now that I've gotten to know Juanita and Kathleen, I'm really sad that I wasn't there to support them because I could have been another strong voice to lead you know, give credence to what they were saying. Um, I regret that. Hillary and Bill Clinton are still major players in politics. I mean, I, I'm guessing she's going to take another run for the White House, or else why else is she doing the, the talk show circuit, or maybe she's trying Absolutely. to help out with the primaries. But she and Bill Clinton are big players in politics. They're still revered, adored. They're coming to Toronto um, to yeah. have an up-close and, and personal um, chat with audiences charging up to $700 a ticket. What, what would you say to people buying those tickets? You know, I'm I'm amazed that they would care about anything they say because a couple of things. I think Hillary, as much as as he is a sexual predator and rapist, she has done terrible things to this country. She has stolen and lied and done terrible things to the United States, starting, you know, you can name a thousand things, but, you know, the email situation, not being prosecuted for that, you know, risking security of the United States and and the world, and then doing what she did to the women and her foundation. I think their foundation is so shady, and I think things are going to come out with that. So why anyone would want to pay them more money to hear their lies, I don't understand it. I I, I can't believe that they have, because they're liars, I can't imagine they would have anything valuable to say to anyone. I've covered this particular story for a few years now, and I've just, of, of the last couple of days, started to notice that when you talk about Bill Clinton, you hear talk about Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, there seems to be this slight shift of, you know, can we really look away anymore, given the allegations against him? Do you get the sense that something is now starting to turn when it comes to the Clintons, in in specific, Bill Clinton? You know what? I really do, because the mainstream media was really not interested to uh, tell my story. It was, you know, it was mentioned on all the local stations and all the major newspapers for a few days, and then it kind of went away. And um, Juanita, in particular, has always encouraged me to be more vocal and everything. But of all the women that's this has happened to. Um, I'm the only one that still works full time and I have a life and not that they don't, I'm not insinuating that, but just that, you know, I'm kind of in a different uh, situation. So it's not been as easy for me to do the interviews all the time and everything, but I have told Juanita, I am going to do everything I can because for the first time in my lifetime, since this happened to me, I feel like 
we're starting to have people say, uh, if we've got a Me Too movement, we've got to, you know, we can't have this be about politics. It's got to be about right and wrong. And Bill Cosby is the perfect example, you know, and Harvey Weinstein. I don't know how much time Harvey will will serve, but I think something will happen. Well, Leslie, I appreciate you sharing your story with us, and um, we'll continue having that conversation. I really appreciate it. You, you bet. Thank you so much for having me. Leslie Milway joining us. And just a fluke. You know, just a fluke. I talked to uh, Kathleen Welly uh, a couple of years back, and I remember her stories of what she told me about her, the allegations she said about Bill Clinton, of what he had done to her in the White House. Her whole life's been destroyed. She's got nothing. So, you know, all they're asking is that they want, they want to be taken seriously. You know, and they haven't even been heard. None of these women have been heard. They've just kind of been cast off as crazy troublemakers. That's it. So when you go buy your ticket, when the Clintons come to town, just remember, Leslie, Juanita, there's a bunch of women who have all had quite an experience in their Me Too moment. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.